Hey besties, school's out, summer break has begun, and we are ready for a real break from the mess. Grab your drink and enjoy the show. This is your best friend's best friend's podcast. Come here to find out all the tips and tricks of making it through the chaos of life with your mind, body, and spirit intact. So sit back, relax, grab a drink, and welcome to The Courtney and Nikki Show! guys we are recording together today in person right and we're sitting here acting like <laughs> like we have not seen each other for the past 24 hours <laughs> we just been kicking it yeah just hanging out i'm actually i've since we've been sitting here we're trying to start the show i've been getting all relaxed with the sound of the wind and the birds and everything very relaxing nice weather today really nice weather here in the a yeah we're celebrating summer vacation you all the last day of school was the other day and i already am enjoying the freedom yeah yeah i'm 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 so ready for this year to be over with like it there's no there's no words for it so i'm excited for a summer break but what are some um speaking of summer break courtney what are three things that you want to do this summer okay well first things first i definitely want to work on my book now that i finally have some free time to do some writing i really want to kind of push through i wouldn't even say i had writer's block but definitely just try to push through and sit down and get some stuff on paper so that's number one number two i would definitely want to travel somewhere cool We've been talking about a girl's trip, so I hope we can make that happen before this summer is up. And I also want to go to Six Flags. Six Flags, y'all, they got the deal on the memberships this year. Um, I used to go to Six Flags pretty much at least once a year. I used to get the membership, but I like Six Flags and I would go COVID hit. It was shut down. And so I want to go back. I'm ready. You went once a year? I would go at least every year. I When I had a membership, I would go more than once a year. Like, how often would you go if you got a membership? Oh, I'm going at least several times in the summer, bringing my friends. Because you get guest passes and all that. Yeah. So, usually my sister would visit me every year, so we would go. I have a couple of friends who would go to Six Flags with me, too. So. Is it worth it? Is I think so. I think so. Now that they, if you could get a good deal on the passes, mm-hmm. then yeah, it's worth it. Those joints, they started getting really high. So yeah. I didn't mind just, you know, paying to go one time or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. For me, three things I want to do this summer. I definitely want to hike weekly. I was, I would say daily, but I feel like daily is kind of a stretch and because I do plan on doing a lot of like actual work this summer. Um, got some exciting things happening, but since 
something since the last part of it has not been done yet i won't say anything about it because i don't know who be listening be in my business <laughs> um, but i'm very excited um so i definitely want to hike more that's something i want to do weekly if, if i can do it like twice a week i would be happy twice a week would make me very happy that's good yeah i really really enjoy it. kennesaw mountain is where i like to go they have a trail way path and they have a paved like car path prefer to take the car path that trail path is just i'm not there yet it's just too too much um something else i want to do is go on a family and a vacation obviously and a friend vacation just i want to travel whether i'm in the states or not i know a lot of people are really concerned about going outside the states but i'm not really that like Scared. i can go to miami i can go to california i can go to a lot of other places that you know i'm not i won't i'm not really that gung-ho leaving the country yet because i don't know what's been going on outside in the rest of the world so um and the last thing i want to do is make sure i do this summer is obviously just stick still work I enjoy my summer, but I'm working for my, you know, when I say work, I mean working for myself. So still just stay focused on my goals and enjoy life, but also don't be, don't be a slump. Mm -hmm. So, right. Yeah. Okay, Bestie. So let's get into this pop culture. So, one thing that happened this week that I thought was really, really crazy. Um, you know, finally they're letting fans go to the NBA games. It's also the playoffs. And so, we know how intense that is. You know, the players, they need some good vibes so that they can, you know, try and make it to the championship. Well, these fans are out here wilding. Um... One at one game, this fan dumped popcorn on Russell Russell Westbrook, and y'all know he was ready to snap. And then you all at another game, another fan like spit at the player Trey Young, spit at the player Trey Young, hmm. and it's like. What is wrong with you people? Yeah, that's gross. Where you feel like that's okay to like, you're going to throw popcorn on the NBA player or spit at them? For what? What is What are they possibly doing to deserve that? Yeah. All they're doing is sitting here playing a game. People take sports too far. I feel like people who are like crazy fanatics, especially the racist ones, like they just take it really, they just take it too far. And a lot of, Unfortunately, a lot of stadiums are not strict with their security. Um, a lot of fans can say a lot of things verbally and through throw and do a lot of things you saw, and very little thing consequences happens to them. But if he were to retaliate, they right. would have been fined about twenty five thousand dollars. But I don't think that they should just because they're celebrities or athletes, they should be, they should have to deal with that and like just and nobody, there's nothing done about it. And I know that those, that fan, at least I know for sure the fan that dumped the popcorn yeah, um, got ejected from the game. But I definitely think that those fans, you're, they deserve stiff consequences for that. It's very, it's just very, it's too much. Like yeah. you said, people are really taking these games too seriously. If you really think about it, all these athletes are doing, they're trying to play a game and win a game. 
And what can you possibly, why would you take that so seriously? Yeah. Yeah. To just disrespect them in that way. Let them play. Let them do their jobs. It's really odd. So those fans, they deserve to get banned. They need to get banned for life. Because that that type of behavior is unacceptable. And, you know, you doing this at a game where a security guard is going to save you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He did say something like that. He was like, um, you know, they do it here because they know they, they could never do it on the street. So, like, you could never do it, you know reality so it's sad it's ridiculous stop because one thing is they could really sit there and be like we don't have to have fans at the game anymore Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they definitely have the right to do that and COVID is a good excuse Mm -hmm. yeah don't ruin it for everybody yeah speaking of not ruining things uh bt is coming out with (laughs) a new show called bt presents the encore and they're basically trying to build this female rap, I mean, female R&B super group. Now, let me explain to you who's in this group. It's going to be, um, yeah, it's a BET show. And it's groups from the 1990s and 2000s. So, so this reality. This is a reality show. They're going to be living in a house together for 30 days, creating music all together. So this is, so from 702 is Shamari DeVoe. I'm sorry, that's not 702. It's the Shamari DeVoe of Black, the group Black. Irish Grinstick and Lamisha Grinstick from 702. Nivea and Felicia King of Cherish. Fallon and Pamela Long from Total. Aubrey O'Day from Danity Kane. And Keely from 3LW, the one with the list. Oh my God. So yes. how many is that? Was that eight? That's one... That Two, was a lot of three, people. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And this is they're trying to do a girls group of them together, or are they are they gonna be like eliminating some of it's them? It's one big super group. Oh, that's too much. Ten people. Ten people. Yep, thirty days. They're gonna be living in this house. And oh, that girl Aaliyah Janelle from um you know youtube and the little queen yeah the dancer she's gonna be the choreographer for them that's dope yeah that's tight yeah so that's really cool but it's coming out on june 9th so very soon on bt and bt her you know what i hope that whoever used to produce making the band Mm -hmm. they need to be involved in this show because making the band used to be juicy that's just exactly what it sounds like but just you know combining all the making the bands into one and people that you know right not the making the bands into one yeah so pretty crazy but i mean i think i'll still watch it it's gonna be hella it's gonna be juicy especially with aubrey O'Day, o'day on there right you said aubrey o'day and keely williams, and keely williams. yeah man crazy. i am definitely gonna tune in yeah it sounds good do your thing bt <laughs> try and come back they're trying they're trying um so i've been hearing some stuff you mentioned earlier Cora, some stuff about bow wow i thought bow wow was in the news mostly for this versus drama but he's in the news he's is more stuff going on with him Oh my gosh, yes. So, y'all know Bow Wow was out here with his kids. We usually see more about his daughter, Shy. Yeah, the dancer. Yeah. Okay. His baby by um, Joey. Okay. Who is also a future baby mama as well. Yeah. Okay, they getting out there. But yes. anyway, <laughs> so Bow Wow, we hear about her. And I remember him and 
Joey, they were in a relationship. Mm -hmm. But Bow Wow has another child. He has a little boy that we don't hear anything about. And finally, his baby mama came out and she blasted him. And basically, she just came out and said, you know what? You want to call me a clout chaser? But I haven't said anything. But what you're not going to do, you know, I'm a real one. Yeah. And some of y'all, y'all just not out here used to dealing with a real one. And she basically just was saying that, you know, Bow Wow don't have anything to do with their child. Mm. She was suffering with postpartum. And he's nowhere to be found. He's not out here being a father. Well... Mm. Bow Wow responded. Of course he did. He responded, and you know what? In typical Bow Wow fashion. In typical Bow Wow fashion, he was just like, get you a man who care. Not get you a man who care? Yes, he said, get you a man who care. I barely even know you. We don't have no pictures together. Let that hurt go. That's literally what, what he said. What what about the kid? <laughs> I know, ain't that messed up? That's Not so messed let up. Let her go. I barely even know. Wow, how heartless! Right, but I mean, maybe he don't. Maybe, maybe. He, I mean, maybe he right. Maybe he right. Really, if you think about it, it's like, dang, you right. You know, we really we ain't have no relationship. I ain't had no relationship with the baby's mom. You got a lot of guys out here who. Yeah. They just don't take care of their kids. They don't think that's important. They I don't usually, care. Like, I will usually undoubtedly believe a woman if she says like that she's been har- like sexually assaulted or like victimized in any way. I'll believe her hands down. But it's a lot of women out here who be putting babies on dudes who for like for a check. And so maybe, maybe that he don't know her like that, and you know how he feels is true. But, right, who we just, she could have just been a little groupie. Could have been, been who he smashed. We don't even know. But, but then he also could be that baby's daddy and not out here taking care of him. And she, I don't doubt that she's going through postpartum depression at mm-hmm. all. Now that I don't doubt at, um But man, this stuff about this stuff you be you don't know you don't he, know this stuff is all sus. He probably is that baby's father. Like, for real, for real. I don't even think that's a question. But it's just, it's like, dang, girls. See, we got this culture that want to make it seem like, oh, yeah, you know, we're feminists. And you can have sex with whoever you want to, whenever you want to. And cool, that's all fine and dandy. But there's consequences to it. Mm, You get guys like Bow Wow. Right. Who just said, get you a man who care. So guess what? He probably going to pay child support if yep. he forced to pay child yep. support. Yeah, and then be done. And be done. Yeah, I think a lot of rappers are probably out there like that, too. They just rather pay. Why? They, why not? They got the money. Right. Here, just pay off this child that I never want to see or spend time with. That's sick. Yeah. Yeah, you can take your money. <laughs> I mean, unless it's really making a huge difference. If it's just putting gas in my car. You can save your money. Now, if you were like somebody like Future paying Sierra, you know, um, what's it called? Child support money, then maybe it'd be like a big difference, but I don't know. Mm-mm, not for me. <laughs> Fine. Well, anything else on pop culture court? 
Nah. No, I don't have anything either. Nothing's been going on in my world over here. I've been off of social media, honestly. I have been on TikTok a lot lately. Do you TikTok often? Do you like a no? I'm not a big tick. I do like a good rabbit hole, like twice a week, and you find some really good informative stuff on there. But you also find some stuff that's like people are really stupid, right? And people really be lying too, making that stuff seem like it is so true. This one girl was doing something, and I was, and she it it would be it was obvious that what she was saying was not true. Yeah, she's trying her so bad to convince us that it is. I'm like, but it's it's not. It's right there. It's just not how that works. <laughs> but anyway. All right. Well, let's take a break. We'll be back with our business spotlight. guys so we're back with our bbs black business spotlight i like it i actually do all right nikki what business are we um spotlighting today we are spotlighting a local black woman owned um Adla- local atlanta black woman owned uh small business the business is called declutter atl the owner is no other than a me yourself yeah girl <laughs> yourself mm-hmm. your girl nikki charles um so yes i run a small business here in atlanta i do decluttering of spaces all kinds of spaces except for hoarding and i have not done basements yet that would be new um, but basically just helping people get their everyday lives back into regular flow and showing them how to create systems within their life that'll make, you know, things a lot easier for them. So really excited about that. Um, check me out on at Declutter ATL on Facebook and on IG and you can find me there to get more info. But yeah, check me out. Yeah, and I'll be honest to you guys. I would definitely recommend... Declutter ATL. Declutter ATL really helped me out. Um, I cleaned out my closet, decluttered my closet. And Nikki over here, she sorted my clothes based on not only the clothing type, but the color. Um, definitely helped me come up with some creative spaces so that I could store more of my clothing. Donated, sorted through my clothes and got rid of things that I didn't want anymore. Clothing, got me a place to store my shoes and made everything really cute and really organized. So I definitely recommend Declutter ATL. Thank you. Oh, that was nice. Another thing to you all, if you know a black business that we should spotlight or if you have your own business, um, message us at the Courtney and Nikki show on any one of our social media platforms or email us at the Courtney and Nikki show at gmail.com. All right, you guys, we are back and now it's time for it. What would you do? Okay. This is a funny one. Well, to me, it's kind of funny. So let's say you were talking to your man and you let him know that uh, you'll have a threesome. But jokingly, you tell him that you want a threesome with another guy. And he says, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do? Uh, 
<laughs> what would you do? <laughs> oh, man. I would crack up. I would just laugh and I would be like, dang, for real, I was just playing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, mm, nah, son, that's not happening. That's hilarious. Yeah. I couldn't imagine, like, I wouldn't, it, it, and what were we watching? We watched something last night where the girl, or I watched something. We were, I don't know if it was with y'all or without y'all. What, somebody came out, it's like the guy. We were watching that show, Ready for Love. We were watching Ready for Love, and old girl's man, uh, he came out as bi to her. Oh, yeah. Like, I couldn't imagine what that would be like. Because, first of all, we've been together. And that means that you also, no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm really going to be sitting there like, uh-huh. I will have a lot of questions. I will be like, ha, 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 I'm just playing. Dang. Yeah. You, you're you interested in that? Yeah. I would just want to know more about it because yeah, that would have been very surprising. I also wouldn't want to um, like shun him either. That would, now that I'm thinking about my, my response, I don't want to like make him uncomfortable for his, you know, sex preferences or whatever, but when they were involving me that's a that's a hard no but yeah I wouldn't want to shame you for at all I'd just be like oh yeah you psych <laughs> psych Nasties. no I don't know I just I don't, I don't think I can date someone that's bisexual oh yeah no I could be a lesbian and date a woman that's bisexual but I couldn't be a straight woman and date a bisexual man Mm-mm. No, I it no. The answer is just no. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, so let's get serious. Yeah, we're about to get serious now. There is this ongoing debate going on right now. You are about ladies. And we see it mostly with black women. I don't think I've ever seen a white woman just go out and do this, right? Women wearing their bonnets in public. Is it okay? Is it not okay? What would you say, Nikki? I am... Okay. Truth here. Okay, well, they're just going to have a whole party outside. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Nikki's neighbors are um, outside at the pool. They just turning up. The pool is dirty, by the way. And there's... So y'all probably can hear that. All right, so Nikki, what do you think about ladies wearing their bonnets in public? Hot or not? So, I'm I'm (laughs) honestly, I'm on the not. I'm also for wear whatever the hell you want to wear, but I'm for the not because it's made for sleep. There are other things that you can wear on your head that are not made for sleep that can, you know, serve the same purpose as a bonnet. So, again, I'm not doing it, but mm, mm, I'm not judging you either. Yeah, see me, I used to be, I used to be on the side of, oh my God, why would you wear that tacky bonnet out in public? They got cute bonnets now. That's what I, that's what I used to think. But now, you know, it's, 
first of all, it's just so common now. It's kind of like leggings. It used to be tacky to wear leggings as pants. And now it's a whole thing. And so it's kind of like the same thing with bonnets. So a lot of people and a lot of men are trying to say, ladies, stop wearing them bonnets in public. But ladies, do you? You got people who go out in their sweatpants Mm -hmm. and their pajama pants. Mm -hmm. I even, I agree. I'm not going out in a bonnet unless... I probably can count on one hand how many times I've gone out with a bonnet on my head by itself. Yeah. But, shoot, do you, boo-boo? One one thing I liked is that I saw somebody go out there and say, you know, a lady with a bonnet is basically just a lady who, like, I'm confident enough to go out in this bonnet. I don't care what you got to say about it. That's how he took it. I mean, maybe, but... It can also be taken as a person who just don't care. Me, if I go out in a bonnet, it's because I'm lazy. Yeah. I mean, if I go, I, I just can't, I can't recall any time I've gone out in a bonnet. I actually don't even like wearing a bonnet around the house. If I'm not sleeping, I don't like, I just don't like the way it feels in my head all the time. But, you know, to each his own, like I said. All right. Uh, Nikki, so let me, let's switch gears here. Have you heard about the town Freedom, Georgia? I I feel like I I feel like I have actually. I don't know to to what capacity, but let me. So Freedom, Georgia is this place you are where you have these nineteen black founding families, and this is some new. This is a new new place. These families came together, bought all this land, and decided that we're going to create a haven. For black people to live in and black people to control our own city called Freedom, Georgia. Oh, shoot. Yeah, girl, they ain't playing out here. And so, you know, one thing is they're trying to build a town free from racism. So they bought this land. It's in Georgia. And so they're trying to focus on equity, energy, efficiency, and food production. And they're trying to create a safe haven for black people where they're going to be, you know, safe from a lot of the implications of systemic racism. So they have a 10-year-plus timeline and a vision um, to figure out how to use this land to build intergenerational wealth um, so that they can also close the financial wealth gap. And y'all, this is new. They started purchasing property, I want to say, in last year in 2020. Oh, damn. Right. Wow. And so it's cool. They said, you know, that they're trying to take their our own destiny in their own hands. Yeah. Very, very cool. Yeah, that's really cool. I can't wait to go out there and visit one day yeah. and lend my support. We need that out here. We definitely need it. You know, what's interesting is you have a lot of debates going on where you have black people who are trying to combat the, you know, some of that systemic oppression. Mm -hmm. Like you have a mayor. It's a black mayor who decided that she said, well, she decided that she's only going to use members of the press that are people of color. That's the only people she's going to grant interviews with. Okay. And now she's being faced with lawsuits. 
you know, she's being sued because they're sitting here. Because like, I won't talk to you. Yeah, but you know what? And the the sad thing is, you don't need laws because that's just the way things are in America. Yeah. When it comes to whiteness. You're always being interviewed by white people for the more for the most part because they're the ones occupying these positions of power. Yeah. Or you're always being taught white history. So you don't have to teach. You don't have to necessarily come up with a white history curriculum because that's de facto. That's already what we're being taught. Mm-hmm. And so it seems racist when you have these People want to argue like, well, why don't we teach white history? Why do we have to teach black history? The label of black history really bothers people. But it's like, again, you're already taught white history, so you don't have to create something to teach it. And if you want us to label it as white history, we will have, like, I will happily tell you that it is white. It's not my history. Yeah. It's history that is whitewashed and that is white written. So fine, go ahead. If you want to, if you want your own history that bad, you want to label it yours. Nobody give a shit about that. We're talking about the truth here, right? That's the problem. And so, you know, kudos to these people in Freedom, Georgia, for trying to create a town and a haven um, for Black people. And I really, really, I think it's a fantastic vision. Yeah. And I definitely wish them the best. I hope that we can come up with more communities. Yeah. Like that for Black people. Yeah, this is really, really cool. I'm very excited about hearing more about this. All right, everybody. So we are back and we are here for the audacity. And this week we are talking about something actually kind of shocking because it kind of hit close, hits close to home for us. Um, But a local Atlanta school um, had some graduation drama. And basically, there were there was language that was used that was put out to the families that said, "Here are the um, here are the the dress codes for graduation. Boom! You can't wear open toe shoes. Basically, so no sandals, no open toe pumps, no nothing, nothing like that. So a few families did um, break that rule." And the consequence to that was that they were not, their daughter, one of the daughters, one of the students was not allowed to walk during graduation. And as a result of that and her fury, the mother of that child punches, uh, let's say an administrator at that school, right? So the problem is that there was never any language and the, with, with the dress codes that said what the consequences were for, you know, if you break the rules. Now, me personally, I feel like I would want to know what the consequences are to let me know if I feel like breaking this rule or not, if I'm willing to take that chance. Like, I'm that type of person where if it's like a small consequence, I may, eh, depending on what it is, I may do it. Like, shoes, what you going to do, sue me because I don't wear the right shoes? Like, that's that's a little ridiculous. It's, it's high school, for goodness sake. What happened to freedom of expression? It's the same school that allows, you know, elementary school kids to to transition. So, but you're going to, you know, control what shoes a a senior has on their feet. Do you not know that they just went through a whole pandemic? They finished their senior year of high school, one of the hardest years in school of your life. 
on a computer. Only for you to decide, hey, you know, you have on the wrong shoes. And because you just violated our dress code, you can't walk in your senior graduation ceremony. The day of. Like, I'm at graduation right now. You're telling me, no thanks, boo. Your toes are out. Nobody wants to see that fresh mani, that fresh petty. I mean, how devastating. Yeah. How devastating for those kids. And so, you know. I'm going to put it plain. The students were black, the families were black, and the administration was black. Now, as a, for a school to have such, to have so many black um, faces in administration, you shouldn't be having issues like this. You need to learn to put the fire, uh, put these fires out before they even get this big to be on the freaking news. You're a black school for goodness sake. Have some compassion, too. That's really what it's about. Like, at the end of the day, sure, you know, sure, the kids violated the dress code. They violated the rules. But are we really going to hold them to this standard of you made this one mistake? So let's forget and throw out the window how hard you've worked all year. Yeah. You made this one mistake, and I'm not going to let you walk. I'm going to take that away from you. How, as a black principal and a black administrator, why would you do that to any student, let alone a black student? Yeah. I mean, just a hot mess. And so, in all actuality, you know... You deserve to get ducked. Yeah. You you ask to get ducked yeah. in the face because it's not that deep. And do you know how stressful it is? And maybe that person does know. Maybe that person did know and just was trying to be, you know, keep their job or whatever. But sometimes you have to put yourself aside. These are children we talking about. Mm-hmm. And you playing with this lady's child. Like, and now she's forever. Her lasting memory of the school is going to be of how they took away the one thing she worked so hard for. Some of these kids at this school have been going there since pre-K. Well, and it's just like, you know, I've been going to school for, what, 12, 13 years. Yeah. I finally get this big graduation, this huge milestone, and I'm robbed of that opportunity. Devastating. Devastating. Yeah. What are you, what type of, what is the point of this lesson? Yeah. Oh, you didn't follow my rules, and so, yeah, you can't walk. Now, that is a white mentality. I will say that. I'll say that. I'll say it's, it's that the idea of like, um, it's like we, we show you a little something and then you do you do one minuscule thing that you probably didn't even know or knew the consequences of or didn't even know that it was wrong. And then we just completely, you know, snatch it away from you as if you never even earned it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. Same, yeah, that stuff is messed up. Um, but the audacity of these people to take that away from that little girl. Not all skin folk is kin folk, though. Then to, and then to give you, then to say, oh, we're going to give it to you anyway. We're going to give it to you, but you can't walk. That's not how that goes. No, it's not. That's not how that goes. That's, you can't walk at your graduation ceremony if you don't have the grades for it. Yeah. And then you get your diploma later if you go to summer school. Yeah. But it's not, no, you violated the, what dress code? I don't ever remember. 
even at in college now in college it was traditional yeah and we did have a dress code i think we were supposed to wear i know we were supposed to wear closed toe shoes but i think we had girls in college violating that and still they were allowed to walk and but first of all it's hot this is georgia it's hot ain't nobody trying to wear no pumps and, t- and, and pantyhose or whatever people wear nowadays because I wear that type of clothing. But nobody trying to wear no pumps in no 95 degree weather sitting outside walking through the grass or something. Like, let me wear something that's going to be shoes. Fuck it. It's shoes. It's shoes. Yeah. It's shoes. Why are you worried about what's on my feet? Worry about these grades I'm getting. Worry about how much you taught me. Worry about right. how, how ready and prepared I am for college or the world. You talking about what's on my feet? Mm-hmm. Why don't you go buy me? That was my problem. That's my problem with people. They want to tell you what to wear, what to put on your body as if they sit here paying and giving you the money to go do it. Or as if they have Or the body. time. Or the time. I'm wearing what I got. It fits me. I'm appropriate. I, I'm not barefoot. Like, come on now. They're shoes and they're kids. Get over it. Right. In high school, at this point, do it really matter? Let these. It's been a hard year. Yeah. And a lot. I mean, I'm surprised that you have kids even going to prom now. They've had to adjust to all these changes. You grow up with this idea of what your senior year is going to be like. And then out of the blue, everything shut down and you're in a pandemic. No prom, no homecoming, no football games, yeah. no sports. Yeah. Not in the way that you're used to them. And so you finally get a chance to have a graduation ceremony. I yeah. One thing is this school got a lot of bad press. Yeah. A lot of bad press. Yeah. And, you know, it's just... It's shameful. But a lot of people, I think most people are on the side. So that student and that parent. And shame on you who did that to those kids. Just shame on you. Yeah. That's sick. Sick, sick, sick. Oh, okay. So, fun part of the day. We're talking about some music. So, Bob of the Week. You guys know, if you don't know, we started a playlist for the show so we have been adding our bobs of the weeks and other music to the playlist i'll put the link in the show notes down below with a bunch of other stuff that we've been talking about in the show but for this week my bop of the week is actually from cash doll and it's with cash doll featuring big sean and i like this song it's called ready set and i was trying to see if i can sneak a little bit in Ready, set, better yet. Got this dinner rockin' like we never left. Big time, big, big time. All she want from me is just a little time. Flooded out the venue. Hey, I look better than what I've been through. Okay, yeah, so that is the song. It's called Ready, Set. It's really like my hype song. I've been really planning to get my mind ready for like. You know, a lot of the things that I want to accomplish and just letting myself know that, like, girl, like, you need to, you've come so far, like, don't, don't sleep now. Don't sleep because you're comfortable. Don't sleep because things are good. Like, you know, keep working towards that. So check it out. It's Ready, Set by Cash Doll and Big Sean. Plus, I got a slight little crush on Big Sean. Only his face. His body is way too small. So (laughs) I do like his music and his voice, though. So yeah, that was tight. Yeah, that was cute. That was really cute. Yeah, yeah. Yep, shout out to um, Big Sean and Cash Doll for representing the D. Woo-hoo. All right, well, 
Is that all you got, Court? Yeah, short episode, y'all. I hope you guys enjoy. Yeah. Um, we'll hit you guys up next week. Yeah, and let us know if you actually prefer the longer or the shorter episodes. Also, don't forget to follow and like our Facebook page. The Courtney and Nikki Show will also be in the show notes. Follow us on IG, The Real C Green, um, The Courtney and Nikki Show, and Millennial Motherhood Pod. So check us out. Find us. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Hey, best friends. Thanks for listening to The Courtney and Nikki Show. If you like this show, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other best friends like you find our show. If you want to connect with us outside of the show, follow us on Instagram at The Courtney and Nikki Show. Talk to you soon.